listening to That Cast, a podcast of what's happening at that brewery in Arizona. You can find out more about episodes and other things brewery-related at thatbrewery.com. Well, hello, welcome to our, our third That Cast, and we're back in Pine. And uh, we're in the back kitchen, so I'm pretty excited. I don't know. I, I'm kind of fascinated. Yeah, welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> the dungeon, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get to meet Chef Val and learn about what happens back here in the dungeon. And um, I'm kind of excited because you know your restaurant experience, the food just comes out, mm-hmm. and, and actually, I don't know, it's probably easy to forget that there's people actually working really hard and, and doing things to make the magic happen. Uh, but first, I wanted to ask a little bit about like since our, our last podcast. Uh, we've had the Oktoberfest, and uh, and you did the webinar. So which one do you want to talk about first, T? Um, let's do Oktoberfest. Okay. So um, it was really fantastic. Val did um, a bunch of great, authentic German food, and I can let her talk about that. Um, we had a bunch of great beers on tap. We put out our first Hefeweizen, which was a huge hit, and then our always much-awaited Doppelstika Alt German-style beer was out there. Um, we ended up raising um, $1,184 for Duker Ranch for wow. the charity from the silent auction. So that was a lot of fun. The reggae music was a blast. And, um, you know, it's this was our 14th annual one. It's always the last Saturday of September. And it's it just gets better and better every year. So how many people were here, you think? You think I... Like two to three, two to three hundred. Wow. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, and you want to talk about the food? Yeah, the German food went over very well. Um, we had the schnitzel sell out by seven o'clock. That was a big hit, and of course we had the bratwurst, um, and then we had um, the pretzel, the Bavarian style pretzel with our cheese dip, uh, cheese sauce. So. Anything and tricky? Pork, knuckle. pork knuckles, yeah. You can't pork be Oktoberfest without the pork knuckles. Yeah. I'm not familiar with them, so I missed so, out. So yeah, we just braised the pork knuckles for about five hours and uh, that beer here. So. And they're real knuckles. Yeah. Oh wow. Really? They look like giant turkey legs, but darker. Yeah. And they just fall right off the bone. Yeah, they're much more tender. Anything tricky about cooking German food? Um, no, just time, patience, a lot of uh, pounding out meat and breading, and. Um, so a workout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, her sauerkraut was fantastic. She used local apples in it. Mm-hmm. That's great to learn about Duca Ranch. You know, I, I looked them up when you mentioned them, and they're at Star Valley, and, yeah. and they do therapy with horses? Yeah, so they do horse therapy, and they, um, they do not charge any of the people that go through the program. So it's for um, disabled or handicapped children. Um, it's for vets um, or military, you know, military families, including police, fire, with PTSD or any other issues, and they um, get get the families and the individuals in there on the horses. They have tons of volunteers that come in that'll walk next to them, or they go on trail rides, just kind of get their mind in a different place and help them out. So it's a we have a lot of regular customers that volunteer out there, so they're very excited that Duker Ranch was our, our charity for this year. So Very cool. You're always doing stuff for the community. Yeah, we try. <laughs> How about the end? Um, the the um, Doppelstick and the Hefeweizen, they're going to be available through the fall? or what's They'll the probably last through at least November because okay. um, we made some pretty big batches. Um, we are hoping, um, you'll have to hit up Steve on the next podcast to see 
if that heffy is going to be year round. Val and I are voting yes. Yes, okay. definitely on the heffy wise. <laughs> delicious. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like got nice light spices, kind of coriander, a little bit of banana. Yeah. Can you taste everything that's in the beer, Val? Like this? Uh, I could try. <laughs> that's definitely stinky. I'm always terrible at that. I never really learned how to like say, yeah. oh, there's a hint of, you know, oak leaf. Yeah, that. she's good at that. <laughs> and so is Steve at being able to pick up or taste something and go, oh, is that this in there? Is that this in there? What else is kind of doing well in terms of beers that you're noticing serving here? Um, well, of course, you know, Strawberry Blonde is our hugest seller down in the valley. Um, as of in October, we kind of do our book, big push in Yuma. So we're going to be doing, I think around the weekend of the 22nd, we're going to be all over Yuma um, doing, um, there's a beer festival and we'll be doing some um, tap takeovers and different giveaways and tastings of bars over there. So Strawberry Blonde over there, of course, with it still being warm, um, will be a great seller. Um, Arizona Trail and Road Rash are always huge, but his Fossil Creek IPA right now is kicking it out of the park. So it's such a low alcohol beer and, you know, easy drinking. So they're actually in the process of working on the can designs right now. So that one will be canning hopefully within the next six months to a year. I know it's going to be beautiful. Your, yeah. your cans are, I like just buying them for the cans. I know. We do have pretty they're fantastic. Like, they're like art in my refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our graphic designers, we've used a variety of them, and they're fantastic. They've just done such a good job of colors and really, you know, the topo map on the Arizona Trail. And on the Fossil Creek one, it's got, um, you know, paw prints and waterfalls and a variety of different things on it. So it's going to be pretty cool. That's nice. So let's talk about food. Yeah. <laughs> so you came to that in the spring, is that right, Bill? Yeah, we came here in June. Yeah. Um, I got to kind of fill out the local scene here. That this is a great place to network with different farmers um, during that time. But when it when the winter comes, everything freezes over. So I try to source out of Phoenix, um, out of the hydroponic greenhouses there, like Abby Lee Farms and um, Blue Sky Farms and Ahwatukee, or um, not Ahwatukee, and uh, Litchfield Park. Mm-hmm. So, so, right now I'm sourcing a lot of local ingredients out of Phoenix. Do you ever like run into situations where you can't get your stuff? Yes. <laughs> All the time. So you just got to improvise and try something else out. Yeah. yeah. And I understand you're, you're originally from the Valley, is that right? Yep. I'm originally from Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had you spent much time up here on the rim? Um, just on vacation, taking yeah. camping trips, going to Flagstaff or Pine or yeah. Strawberry. Does it feel like different to live here? It does. It feels a lot smaller and um, niche and has its its community vibe that you wouldn't know if you weren't living here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kind of um, what kind of things are you uh, concocting for new food ideas that people might anticipate? I'm trying to add more freshness to the menu. Um, right now, everyone you know that's thinks of bar food. You get a lot of fried food, a lot of heavy foods, which is great to go with beer. But I'm trying to bring in. Um, fresher ingredients. Uh, I'm doing a pizza, uh, pizza specials on Thursdays. So. Cool. What kind of pizzas are you doing? Um, last week I did the um, local sausage and uh, local caramelized onions, um, and then leeks and uh, fennel, and then um, we do the marinara pizza with the local tomatoes that we get in, and we make our pesto here in house. Now, everybody in town is talking about the uh, spaghetti dinner at the the Fire on the Rim bike yeah. race. You really hit it out of the park, I the understand. The ZD was a big hit there. Um, yeah. I did an eggplant parmesan with our own house-made bechamel sauce. So right now we're getting a lot of requests to maybe do that again, and we can maybe do it on a Sunday night, um, roll out around 2 o'clock, and have a, a salad soup and ZD 
special dinner. That's great because at those sporting things, you know, usually you get just like mounds of, of pasta and bland sauce. So mm -hmm. um, it's really nice to hear how people really said it's not only filling, it tastes good. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely, yeah, and she does all of her sauces by hand and makes them all homemade, bechamel sauces and cheese sauces and a variety of different things. So, What's your fun. favorite thing to make? Oh, there's so many things. I love Thai food and Italian and, of course, Mexican. So it's the book is open pretty much for anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you experiment a lot? Um, I'm pretty classic. Okay. You know, simple. I keep it simple. Uh, less is usually more for me. Mm -hmm. I just like the the natural flavors from ingredients. So. Hey, what what do people out there, you know, at the kitchen? What do, what don't they know that goes on back here? Not like, not like dirty secrets, but like. <laughs> oh, it can definitely get crazy here. I mean, we we do large parties where we do twenty and thirty people at once, and um, you know, it just things get crazy, and it, it can get insanely busy here busy here so it's just the chaos of the kitchen but it's hopefully everything out there just smooth it's nice and smooth does the background music change to kind of help the mood oh what's, yeah what's, we, what's the music genre back we, here? we play anywhere from reggae to rap to to rock and roll metal I mean, yeah <laughs> some, usually not when i'm here not the metal but okay. um, they wait till i leave but they know better huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what's like, um, you know, watching now as your staff are getting ready, what sort of things are they doing to get ready for uh, a, a, a weekday? Well, the weekdays are usually slower, so this is our time to really prep up hard, and we, um, we roast our prime rib to slice and um, cook off our wings and get everything ready um, for production, and slice our onions and make the burgers yeah. and the chili and the sauces, portion all of that. Yeah. I have to admit, I love the wings. I mean, you know, there's the kind of standard bar food, and when they disappeared for a while, I was complaining, yeah. mildly complaining. A lot of people I was did. requesting the wings. <laughs> I just had them on Saturday, and they were great. Yeah. And, and also, uh, I hadn't tried the artichoke dip before. Oh, that was good. It's made in house. Yeah, Felix liked it too. Nice. <laughs> and then talk about your new chocolate dessert. Yeah, so I incorporate the mud stout mousse with uh, guitar chocolate, and we're serving it to where it looks like a beer. So it's in a little beer glass with whipped cream to look like the head. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just delicious. It's nice and rich, goes well with the beer. Was that the one you poured out when they had the, the film crew here? Yes. Oh yes. yeah, they were pretty amazed. Yeah, so that's gonna be a staple on the menu. We're gonna add it on this um, next revision. Then she's got another big salad she's adding mm -hmm. to it too. Well, I'm thinking of a black and blue salad where we use seasonal vegetables and maybe a different protein of the week. So this week it's steak, next week it's wild salmon, um, or whatever's available and fresh. Mm -hmm. So, what, what kind of um, are, are there any like special ways of thinking to cook for food? To um, think like either to cook with beer or to cook for things that people might drink with beer. What's sort of the thinking that goes behind that? Um, when you make stews, cooking that, uh, cooking the beer down a little bit to reconstitute it, so you get the really the flavors out of it. Um, also in beer cheese sauce, adding it to that or dressings. Which, really, which beer goes in the, the beer cheese sauce? That's the strawberry one. Okay. That one's used quite a bit. Yeah. Exactly. And amber is one of my favorites to use as well. It has a lot of different um, characters and flavors, and it's not too bitter. Yeah. So. Yes, and. Uh, and then even longer term, are you, are you thinking some other ideas, maybe for spring or winter? Um, we're thinking about doing a um, pork roast in January, where we're gonna, it's going to be more of a luau style, uh, where we're still, uh, we're going to have tropical fruit and um, Hawaiian fixings, and uh, just kind of have it to be where it's family style. 
they can do like the whole pig thing? Yeah, the whole pig, like a 60 pound pig. And wow. You're going to cook it outside in the, the, the yeah. thing again? Yeah, they're going to set up the barbecue pit out there on the patio again. And um, it'll be fun. It'll be a, a winter luau. And so it'll be chilly. And uh, people will be able to stand around the fire with the pig roasting and um, with the apple in his mouth. And she's fantastic at all the sides because she worked over in Hawaii for so many years. So. Oh, yeah. She's uh, bringing Hawaii to Arizona. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. A little tropical um, experience in the snow, maybe. That's so cool. It'll be different. So what do you do for fun when you're not cooking? Oh, I love this area for hiking. I go on a lot of the trails around here. Um, I love going to the farmer's markets on the weekends in Payson and just picking out, you know, cucumbers to pickle at home or... Um, the tomatoes are just fabulous around here, so and the local garlic and local eggs. It's just a great community to find a lot of that stuff that you enjoy to cook at home too. That's cool. Well, it's kind of exciting to like be in the kitchen and, yeah. and sort of Hear go behind the, the scenes, noise. the background noise as <laughs> things are things are sizzling and and whatnot. And uh, we look forward to seeing what comes out on the menu and. Uh, I think you were telling me, T, that uh, you're thinking of something for Halloween this year. Oh, too? yeah. So we're going to do our Halloween party this year on Friday the 27th, probably 6 to 9 p.m. We'll have DJ LaRue out here, have a big costume contest, and um, Val's going to come up with some fun um, ghoulish food specials, and we'll do some fun drink specials. And then the local community trunk or treat is going to be on Tuesday at the Pine Fire Department. So they're putting that on, and they'll have hot dogs and stuff for the kids and people will set up trunks and we've already um, ordered in a bunch of candy to be able to donate down there so even if we can't be there to pass it out then we'll donate it to the fire department to pass out on behalf of us for oh, the trunk cool. or treat so oh, cool. the kids love that every yeah year. that's good because it doesn't make sense to have them walk around no our houses yeah. are all too far apart so it's nice it's safe you're at the fire department you can go trunk to trunk and you know, it's it's fantastic. This will be her first year of seeing that. Yeah. So. Ghoulish food? What you, what's going to be ghoulish? I don't know exactly <laughs> yet, but I, you know, something fun for the kids, of course. Yeah. Maybe a pumpkin stew, um, a pumpkin pie, of course, and just have fun with it. All right. Yeah. All right. So I look forward to a, a year of new food, and, and so happy to meet you and, and hear that you're loving up. Uh, living up here in Moon Country. Thank you. Yeah, it's a place thanks. to be, right? Absolutely. People should know about it. They should know about it. They should tell about it. <laughs> yeah. And there's good beer here. An hour from Phoenix, an hour from Cottonwood, an hour from Flagstaff. It was, I was in for lunch on Saturday just because I was hungry. And I had wings. Um, it was busy. Was, yeah. was that kind of like, a, were you surprised how busy it was that? Uh, we should stay still pretty busy through October yeah. and then like this weekend coming up last weekend was fall break here in rim country so a lot of the kids were off of school then and then this week coming up now for this weekend is kind of fall break for phoenix so we'll get a lot of visitors coming up here yeah so and all of our leaves are changing so it's the perfect time to come up and drive That's around cool. and go hiking yeah. yeah the color of the oaks are amazing they are Taking yeah it's just day. like overnight they went red and yellow and orange and yeah. And I can see there's some red maple up on the mountain. Yeah. I'm go look at yeah, this when weekend. you come around that curve. Yep. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and you know what? I, I wish more people knew about the winter. I mean, it's actually one of my favorite times of the year up here. And the hiking up here in the winter is so fantastic because it's completely different than what you see in the summertime. Yeah. Um, we're talking about possibly doing a stews and microbrews hike like we've done in the past where we take off from here, go on a short hike, come back, and then Val will make a couple of different stews and we'll pair it up with some beers. And it's just nice to get people out into the forest in the wintertime so that they can kind of see, see the different... Um, 
trees and foliage and yeah. you know all that. All right, sign me up for that. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks. And we got we're gonna you're gonna hear it right after this the new music. Oh yeah. What, tell how how that come about. So Jerry Brock, um, one of our customers and a good friend of ours, um, he is a really good musician. And I said, hey, we need some background music for some original music for our podcast. So he went over and actually um, um, recorded during our canning line process. So he incorporated that in with some of his original music. And so you'll hear the cans, the lids dropping onto the cans and some of the swooshing as it were filling. I think it was Arizona Trail Ale we were filling when he came in to record it. So I could hear it because you know, I went down there two weeks ago. And yeah. It's, it's got, it does have a rhythmic sound. Yeah, you have to listen for the canny line. That's okay. Yeah. It shouldn't be obvious. Absolutely. But maybe, maybe we can sort of offer if anybody else can record some in- instrumental tracks with us as long as there's like a beer as an instrument. You know, yeah. Percussion or, or I don't know. Perfect. Sounds All right. great. All right. We'll get more on that in the next that cast. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for listening to That Cast. You can find us and more information from That Brewery at thatbrewery.com and other places online such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we hope to see you sometime up at the pub in Pine, Arizona or down at the brewing facility in Cottonwood. <laughs>